Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. December 20th, 2017, and welcome to episode number 82 of the WWS Radio Network's Pop Culture Review Show. This is WCWS Outside the Ropes. Uh, once again, I am Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw here with you as we get set to talk about, of course, the latest pop culture news and views here from all around, uh, of course, the entertainment realm, of course, uh, movies, uh, sports, politics, uh, music, you name it, we'll, talk, we'll definitely talk about it here tonight. Uh, filling in here tonight for the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, who is at Step Away, uh, for, uh, Step Away here for this edition of Outside the Road. Stepping in here, of course, is his Raw Radio uh, uh, broadcast team partner. Of course, you can hear this man, of course, like we said, on Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. He's also, of course, our resident historian and also, of course, the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer. He is the human suplex machine, John Gross. Let's go ahead and bring him in right now as we say welcome, John, to number 82 of Outside the Ropes. Well, we're five days away from Christmas, and and we are preparing for last-minute shopping here at Walmart. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. At all the stores, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I am again. reporting live here at Walmart. Coming <laughs> to you live. Yeah, live and in living color, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> But, of course, uh, as we say on at the end of our shows each and every day for the last uh, several weeks, folks, please be careful out there uh, and uh, stay safe because we want uh, we want you to have a very pleasant holiday. And, of course, the last thing you need is to spend it in the hospital nursing a wound after being 
uh, stepped on by so many people and all that, trying to get that last Or one. getting run over by a reindeer. Yeah, we don't want to end up like Grandma. We don't want to get run over by a reindeer. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll, uh, we'll definitely be bringing here to you tonight our pop culture news and views here, from, of course, from our friends at 411 Mania. And also, of course, uh, John will be, of course, fit to be, we will be squeezing into JD's uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, fireproof suit here as we put him into some, uh, as we put as we put him to the, the Hot Seat Movie Trivia Challenge. Uh, anything, and of course, if you want to join in and, talk, and uh, uh, chime in on anything we talk about here tonight on 82 of Outside the Ropes, feel free to give us a call here, ladies and gentlemen. It is 1-724-444-7444. Call ID 141-387-POUND, and press that one if you want to chime in on anything that we have to talk about here this evening on Outside of Ropes, episode number 82. Let's go ahead and get things rolling here, folks. I'll be bringing some stuff recursive of our friends at 411 Mania, who, of course, are, obviously, good friends here at the WWS Radio Network and do allow us to read their stories on our shows each and every night here, indeed. Uh, let's go ahead and get started here, of course, with several big-time stories here coming in. From Joseph Lee of 411 Mania. Uh, hmm. uh, of course, of course, as we've been hearing, of course, here the one thing that's been rocking the entertainment world is all these sexual harassment situations. Well, apparently, one of the one of the accused seems to be fighting back a little bit. Let me go ahead and bring you the story. Sylvester Stallone wants his accuser prosecuted for filing a false police report. Ooh. All right, let's, let's see what this has to say here. Last month, Sylvester Stallone was accused of raping a teenage girl during the production of his film, Over the Top. Not only did Stallone deny the accusations, as ex-wife Brigitte Nielsen said that during that time, the two were constantly together, so he couldn't have been with anyone else. Excuse me for just one second while I take care of that. There you go. Got away. Thank you. Uh, now TMZ reports that Stallone is ready to have the woman who accused him prosecuted for filing a false police report. Attorney Marty Singer says he believes the woman filed the false report with the Santa Monica Police Department. He then started over a month ago when a media outlet told him a woman claimed that Stallone raped her in 1990. Stallone did admit to spending three days with the woman during a 1987 movie shoot in Israel, but he was single at the time. She was not a minor, and he claims there was no rape. He also denies seeing her in 1990. The media outlet that contacted Singer refused to publish the story due to a lack of evidence. At the time, she hadn't filed a police report, but finally did so in mid-November. Even then, the report wasn't published. It's believed that this woman filed the report to make the story public. Singer claims another reporter talked to him yesterday and said the woman filed the report. She's also reportedly the ex-wife of a convicted, of a, of a convicted hitman. Singer said he called the police to confirm but the investigation's office was closed. If he confirms the news, Stallone will file an official complaint to have her investigated. Wow. Uh, so, so apparently here, John, it, looks, it seems that uh, uh, one, of these, uh, one of these accusers here may be uh, in some hot water herself. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, my goodness. My goodness. Next up here, uh, we continue on this trend here, ladies and gentlemen. I hate bringing these 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 are some sad stories here, guys. Um, but uh, it seems, that, of course, like you said, it's this uh, whole um, this whole situation here. Uh, <clears throat> um, 
Uh, it seems that, uh, like I said, this has also played this part of the entertainment industry, and that is the adult film industry, or, of course, as a lot of people know it as, porn. Porn star accuses T.J. Miller and Jordan Vote Roberts of sexual harassment. What's up? Oh, okay. Uh, you can give me a minute here while I try to get this. Uh, give me just a second here, folks. Uh, you know, sometimes how a computer can be a little bit slow. Uh, uh, so forgive me for the forgive me for the uh, um, okay. Sorry for the sorry for the delay there, here, folks. Like I said, uh, computers and sometimes wants to have a mind of its own here. So, uh, so we're uh, um, but. Uh, <clears throat> Give me just a minute here, ladies and gentlemen, and while we do that, let's uh, let you know here, of course, uh, what will be going on here this evening uh, as, as, as uh, of course, uh, part of our Triple Threat Wednesday here tonight. Uh, don't forget, WWS Wrestling Debate coming up at 8 o'clock, 139-925-pound. Uh, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, will be, will be, <clears throat> will be back on, as well as, of course, King and W.O.R.T. Smith and the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Of course, the NWO Madness Kingdom will be on to, of course, bring you their thoughts and opinions on uh, um, discussions and debates all around about Raw, uh, SmackDown, and, of course, Clash of the Champions this past uh, Sunday night. Um, and, uh, of course, a whole lot of other stuff making the wrestling news scene. So be sure to join us for wrestling debate tonight from 8 to 9 right here on Talk Show Call ID 139-925-POUND. Uh, and, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be back on with WWS Revolution uh, coming up from 9 to 11, of course, 138055-pound. More wrestling news and views, more history and birthdays. Of course, we'll have some big-time talk here, of course, about the Clash of Champions pay-per-view from this past Sunday. As well as, of course, last night's uh, uh, SmackDown pay-per-view, uh, SmackDown event there as well. And there may be, ladies and gentlemen, and, and the key word here is maybe, uh, fresh off a big-time uh, uh, trivia championship matchup last night. There may be another one this evening. We're not sure yet, but we're trying to get confirmation. Uh, we're trying to get confirmation from all, fighting, fighting. From all around here, folks. So uh, just be listening in here on that. Uh, <coughs> uh, like I said, coming up on Revolution, coming up from 9 to 11 right here on TalkShoe.com. We've got everything situated. Let's go ahead and bring this here to you. The recap the story from Joseph Lee of 411 Mania. Porn star accuses T.J. Miller and Jordan Vote Roberts of sexual harassment. And here is the story. In a series of posts on Twitter, porn star Dana D. Armand accused both T.J. Miller and Kong Skull Island director Jordan Vote Roberts of sexual harassment. She said it happened on the Comedy Central series Mashup, which starred Miller and was directed by Vote Roberts. She wrote the following. This is, of course, a Twitter account from uh, yesterday. I was harassed by both T.J. Miller and the director, Jordan Vogt Roberts, shooting for Comedy Central's mashup. I've been saying T.J. was an a-hole for years, so there you go. Ooh. She also said this yesterday as well. I wonder if jo Jordan Vogt Roberts was a creep to anyone else. After wrapping up mashup, he invited me for drinks. I thought he was polite when he walked me to my car. He leaned in for a kiss. I said, no, thank you. He replied, don't make this weird, and he kissed me anyway. Okay. This is actually the second accusation of sexual misconduct against T.J. Miller. 
although the first accused him of outright assault. An anonymous woman accused Miller of punching her in the face while sexually assaulting her 16 years ago, which Miller has denied. Okay. Oh, Lord. This is this is this ain't going to get any easier for anybody. Uh, uh, and now we've seen that we have an adult film star that's accusing um, accusing some big-time folks in Hollywood there, John. Yep. Crazy, yep. crazy. Uh, of course, we're bringing a little bit of the movies here. Of course, J.D. normally brings you a box office report, but we'll bring you a little bit of a story here. This actual story came out last night, uh, yesterday as a matter of fact, but we'll go ahead and bring it to you. Uh, of course, as you know, Star Wars The Last Jedi came out last Friday. And actually, this is coming from Jeremy Thomas before Eleven Mania. Star Wars The Last Jedi adds $43.8 million worldwide on Monday, and it appro- it's approaching $500 million. Let's go ahead and bring this story here too. Star Wars The Last Jedi continues to rake in the money as it added $43.8 million worldwide on Monday and it's close to $500 million. Disney and Lucasfilm announced that the film scored $21.6 million domestically on Monday and $22.2 million internationally. This brings it up to $241.6 million in North America and $253 million overseas making it for a worldwide total of $494.6 million. The film's Monday drop was 58% from Sunday, which is higher than those of Rogue One, which was 53%, and Star Wars The Force Awakens, which was 34%. However, the film also has fewer potential attendees from the day uh, as the out-of-school benefit from kids being on winter break and thus potentially at attending was 31% compared to Rogue One's 48% and The Force Awakens' 77%. The film released on Friday, uh, and of course uh, there's a review on here from uh, from uh, let's see from Jeffrey Harris of Portland, Manny, and you can go back and look at that story there. Uh, John, I don't know if you had an opportunity to see the new Star Wars movie, but. Uh, um, I'm sure, like I said, I'm sure you would agree that uh, it was well expected that this movie was going to uh, not fail anyone whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, but uh, definitely, like I said, take a gander at that here indeed. Uh, um, one more story here from the pop culture news, and then we'll bring you we'll bring you some stuff here for a couple of little wrestling tidbits too as well. Um, and once again, we have to go back to the sexual harassment misconduct situation here. Um, this came yesterday from Joseph Lee of 411 Mania. Tavis Smiley says PBS made a mistake in suspending him for sexual misconduct. It was reported last week that PBS suspended talk show host Tavis Smiley over multiple incredible accusations of sexual misconduct. PBS said at the time, PBS engaged an outside law firm to conduct an investigation immediately after learning of troubling allegations regarding Mr. Smiley. This investigation included interviews with witnesses as well as with Mr. Smiley. The inquiry uncovered multiple credible allegations of conduct that is inconsistent with the values and standards of PBS, and and the totality of this information led to today's decision. Smiley since vowed to fight the suspension and now says PBS made a mistake in suspending him. Smiley spoke with ABC's Good Morning America about the scandal. 
and the allegations against him. Smiley said he that he never groped and never coerced female staff members to have sex with him in 30 years over six different networks. He says while he celebrates and applauds women who have the courage to come out, he's worried that because of the political climate that people end up being guilty simply by accusations. He admitted to relationships with women while working on the Tavis Smiley show, but said he can prove that they were consensual with letters, cards, gifts, and certainly photographs. He said one woman who had a romantic relationship with him still works for him today. He added, I certainly understand people can have a viewpoint any consensual relationship in the workplace is wrong. But there are also other points of view on this. We don't encourage them. We don't forbid them. He said that he never let this relationship get in the way of his business, and he never gave any favoritism upward or downward. He also denied creating a hostile work environment. He said, I have feelings, I have emotions. And when the ball gets dropped, the environments are intense at times. I'm not an angry black man, and this notion of a hostile environment just doesn't fit. Finally, he said once the investigation is over, he's not sure if he will go back to PBS, who airs his talk show. He concluded with this. PBS made a huge mistake here. They need to fix it. They need to correct it. I'm going to do anything to protect my reputation. PBS ended up responding to the claims in their own statement, which reads, Tavis Smiley needs to give his story straight. First, today on Good Morning America, Mr. Smiley acknowledged he had multiple sexual encounters with his employees. They struggled to recall the number of current employees with whom he had sex. This contradicts his Facebook post from last week where he cited only one previous relationship with an employee. Mr. Smiley even told viewers, I don't know where your I don't <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know where your heart's going to lead you. PBS is certain that it should not lead to multiple sexual relationships between the owner of a company and subordinates over many years, particularly where employment decisions may be linked to sex. Second, wow. Smiley, oh, there's more to it. Second, Mr. Smiley claims he applauds women who have come forward, yet his company requires former and current employees to sign non-disclosure agreements. Witnesses who have bravely come forward to speak with the independent investigators retained by PBS report a fear of retribution for speaking out. PBS stands by its decision to respect the anonymity of those who are afraid to come forward publicly. Additional allegations are continuing to come to light since last week's announcement. In contrast, PBS has been consistent. PBS stands by the integrity of its investigation, which has been conducted by an outside firm with expertise in such matters. Mr. Smiley's own words today, coupled with the information discovered during the investigation, confirms PBS's decision to definitely suspend the distribution of the Tavis Smiley show. Okay, my goodness. So, so apparently it's going to be him versus, uh, so he's going to try to do his best to take on the whole, it's this network here, so apparently they're telling him, he's saying they're wrong, they're saying they're, they're saying he's wrong. So, I mean, uh, so we'll have to wait and see what happens with this here, John. Yeah. Indeed, yes, indeed. Uh, let's bring you a couple of quick little wrestling tidbits, and well, I'm sure we'll be bringing, uh, uh, um, let's bring a couple. Let's bring a couple of, of uh, interesting stories here. Uh, um, let's say here. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is a good one right here. Uh, uh, Jeremy Thomas brings us this story here tonight. Uh, Alexa Bliss breaks the record for longest reigning Raw Women's Champion. Hmm. This is a short story right here. Alexa Bliss officially has the single longest run as Raw Women's Champion. 
Blizzard's current run has hit 114 days, surpassing Charlotte Flair's reign of 113. The two are also the only to have held the Raw and SmackDown women's titles to date, with Bliss accomplishing it first, followed by Charlotte. Bliss's first reign with the title was with was 112 days. So another some some milestones being broken here, John, especially by some of the your newest uh, your newest talent here in uh, WWE. And congrats and a big congratulations goes to her as well. Yes, and yes, and oh, in, indeed, indeed. I mean, uh, she can be a little bit cocky sometimes here, but uh, um, but you know she is. She is, uh, like I said, uh, you have to admit, she has stepped up to the plate here in, in recent memory. So, Indeed. She, she continues her best. Another, another wrestling story making the rounds here. Larry Zonka brings us this story here. Jim Ross returning to New Japan Pro Wrestling on AXS TV commentary in 2018. AXS, I guess it's pronounced AXS TV, announced today that Jim Ross and Josh Barnett will return as AXS TV's New Japan Pro Wrestling broadcast team in 2018. It was previously reported that Ross and and AXS TV had verbally agreed to a contract extension. Since Ross isn't appearing on WWE TV, he was signed for the UK project, which has not launched. WWE did not stand in the way of the deal. Ross also following comments about today's announcement. He says this, I'm excited to return to Access TV, and with my partner Josh Barnett, we look forward to another year with Access TV and their NJPW programming. NJPW has some of the finest athletes in the world performing for them, and it's an honor to add a narrative to their bouts. <clears throat> Let's see here. Um, before we go any further with any more stuff here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I do I have to step away here for just a brief moment here. Um, and like I said, John wants to add in some uh, a couple of little comments here and there. He is uh, he is welcome to do so. Uh, go ahead and do so, and I will return here in just a moment. All right, one seven two four 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 seven four 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 IDs one four one three eight seven. Press pound, press one. Join me and the boss, Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw, for outside the rope. And as Chad says tonight, we will be having Wrestling Debate and WCW US Revolution. Wrestling Debate's at 8 o'clock, and WCW US Revolution is at 9. So be sure to check that out. So we're going to try and get away from someone. <laughs>
The jig is up. The jig is up. The jig is Oh, man. <laughs> What's up, dude? What's up, dude? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. See you later, bro. Oh, well. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. 
And yes, indeed, we're on the silence, but we're still here. We're still waiting for the boss. Come back. Oh, 
All right. All right, uh, John, I'm back. All right, sorry about that here. Uh uh thank you very much, John, for covering here. Uh ladies and gentlemen, my apologies for the for the delay here. I had to take care of some business, but we're back on here. One seven one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four call ID one four one three eight seven pound. This is episode uh, 82 of WWS Outside of the Ropes. This is Wednesday, December 20th, 2017. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, and the human suplex machine, John Gross, in, with, in me tonight, filling in tonight for the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo. All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, we got our news part out of the way. Let's go ahead. Uh, let's see. No, was it being five days before Christmas, John? I think we're going to once again kind of, we're going to Make sure you get, make sure you're squeezed in the JD suit there a little bit. I mean, I have to let it out a little bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, just pulling your chain there, uh, my man. You know, you know that. Yeah, I know. Uh, but uh, um, let's give for just one second here. Uh, um, while we wait on this here, I just let everybody know of, uh, of course, programming note here. Uh, of course, we already went through the rest of our our. Uh, Triple Threat Wednesday here tonight. Uh, just to let you know a couple more things. First off, tomorrow night, I am uncertain about a episode of Top Heel Heat, but I will say we will have N- NWO Wolfpack back on tomorrow night from uh, 9 to 11, 138 pound. More wrestling news and views, more history and birthdays, uh, more more wrestling extras. You never know what we'll have going on there, but we'll definitely we'll keep you, everyone apprised about that. Uh, that's tomorrow night on NWO Wolfpack. And Tomorrow, uh, Friday is going to be a special double dose, we should say, uh, because <clears throat> um, uh, as, as everyone knows, if anyone, of course, was listening to uh, um, 
to uh, Raw Radio this past Monday afternoon. Uh, hmm, let's see. Let me give me give me a second here. Is that okay? I got it. I got it going right here. That's good. Anyway, um, it was said that of course because of the Christmas and New Year's holidays that Raw Radio would not be back on until uh, John Kareme here January the eighth. Yep. Is that right? Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, so what we have decided to do here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, is of course, like I said, to to of course uh, to bring bring another review. Again, for let me have a second. Sorry about that. Again, I'll be right back there. Okay. Right, sorry about that. Anyways, uh, that uh, of course to talk about uh, how 2017 was for the entire year on WWS Raw Radio, as well as what we're looking forward to in 2018. It's going to be a special edition of WWS Raw Radio Friday night at 7 p.m. right here on TalkShoe. That call ID is one three eight seven four four pound. The Raw Radio broadcast team will review everything. Um, that they everything that went on in the year 2017 was some of the best and most moments. Um, also, also of course, uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit in depth about uh, about um, Monday Night Raw coming up here on Christmas on Christmas night. Uh, and also, of course, uh, also we'll have some other fun stuff moving on here. It'll be a special two-hour uh, edition of I think John is correct of Raw Radio Friday night. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, <clears throat> coming up here, of course, right here on Talk Shoot from, uh, uh, from, like I said, 7 to 9 here, right here on Talk Shoot. Uh, be sure to join us. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I will also point out here, with this being a very special event, there will be a live video of WWS Raw Radio from the Raw Radio Facebook group page itself. Before we get started here, let's get, before we get started on everything here, uh, John, give me couple more minutes, um, and uh, we'll go to past the 7.30 out, the 7.30 time frame, and uh, so that way we can get some questions out of the way here, because you've got your suit all ready to go, and I don't want you to do you think there's a waste of time putting your suit on there, so uh, if you'd like to talk about anything that you have going on here, please feel free to do that. Uh, please use it for a small form. I'll be right back. All right. All right. And also, ladies and gentlemen, do not, do not forget this this Monday will be Christmas Day on December 25th, and the next Monday will be New Year's Day on January 1st. And of course, I'll be live for one of my places as well on Friday night, too. 
Thursday, John. We're back at the, at the runner. Um, and also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget Friday Friday night as well. Friday edition of Revolution One Three Eight Zero Five Five Pound. Wrestling news and views, history and birthdays, and a whole lot more great stuff. So we'll, we'll bring in more about that when, when uh, <clears throat> uh, coming up here. Of course, this Friday evening, right here on TalkShoe.com. All right, Jay. All right, John. <laughs> <laughs> But it start, let's start with the J, so I can't help that. <laughs> okay, here we go, John. Let's assess that Christmas knowledge that you have here, okay? Uh, okay. All right, here we go. And there are no choices, John. I'll let you know about that ahead of time. You, you, uh, uh, I will let you know about that, so that way, so that way I'm not Sounds talking. good. Okay, here we go. In the song, Frosty the Snowman, what made Frosty come to life? Um, what made Frosty come to life? It snowed. So, <clears throat> you say you say the snow made Frosty come to life? Yep. Okay. Do you do you remember the song? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the the I'll let, let me let, you, let me give you another chance on that one because I I. I Think, think of the lyrics very carefully. Mm-hmm. Think of the lyrics very carefully. All right. Oh, standing in a snowman was a jolly. Um, I'll have to pass. It was an old silk hat. Oh. There must have been some magic in that old silk hat they found. But when uh, they placed it on his head, he began to dance around. Ooh. Uh-huh. There you go. <laughs> an, old, an old silk hat. Remember, remember, if you ever saw the old cartoon that came on TV all the time, uh, they got it from a, magi- a magician had this hat, and that's what, that's what happened. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Next up here. Uh, what Christmas decoration was originally made from strands of silver? Um, gold. Like Christmas decoration? Yeah. It was tinsel. Oh, tinsel. Tinsel, yeah, you know, because you know it's silver in color. You put it on yeah. your tree. There. Uh, uh, I don't know if you—I'm sure you heard of this movie, but uh, if you want to take a crack at crack, crack at this, who played the title character George Bailey in the Christmas classic *It's a Wonderful Life*? Pass. Jimmy Stewart. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Per a recent holiday fad, what spy hides around the house? Reporting back to Santa, who has who on who has been naughty or nice. Um, the elf. I'll give it to you. It was actually the elf on the shelf. <laughs> hey, all right. What Christmas beverage, John? Think about this very carefully. What Christmas beverage is also known as milk punch? Uh, eggnog. You're right. It was that. that hey, all. There you go. Not bad there, John, too. I mean, that's great. One of Santa's reindeer shares a name with the famous symbol of Valentine's Day. Which reindeer? Cupid. 
Three of nine. You're doing all right. You're doing all right. Very good. Yep. <laughs> Next one. What Christmas themed ballet premiered in St. Petersburg, Russia in 1892? Um, the first Noel. You're close. The Nutcracker. The Nutcracker. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and guys, I did nuts. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There you go. All right. In 19, and I think we all talked about this song here before. In 1981, Bob and Doug McKenzie released their own version of a classic Christmas song. Which song was it? <laughs> Jingle Bell Rock. Oh, y'all talked about this one. The 12 Days of Christmas. Oh. The boys know for this. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think y'all played it a couple times before, I think. Um, anyway, next, this is more recent. John, you might have heard of this. What animated 2004 film is about a train that carries kids to the North Pole on Christmas Eve? Um, I've seen this. I've seen this. Hmm. Tom Hanks has got a voice in this. Tom movie. Hanks. I'll pass. The Polar Express. The Polar Express. Yes. What much-reveled Christmas edible is known for its long shelf life? In other words, what Christmas treat? Get on the show. All right, what was that again? What what much-reveled Christmas treat is known for its long shelf life? Um, cookies. Close. Fruitcake. Ah. Uh. Oh, this no. one might not be. This one here might not be real easy, but I'm sure you probably read this several times. In Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, what was Mister Scrooge's first name? Again, say that again. In Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, what was Mister Scrooge's first name? Uh. <laughs> Ebenezer. Uh. All right, this one is a little bit of an oldie, but I'm sure you've you, you probably heard this song played on a lot of radio stations here recently. What Bean Crosby song is the best-selling single ever? Peace on Earth, Little Drummer Boy. That's a good guess. Believe it or not, it's one I think he's, he's well-known for during the holidays. Oh, dreamy. Of In the early 1800s, the first gingerbread houses were reportedly inspired by what famous fairy tale? Um, don't know. Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel. They always, always were willing to eat everything in sight, I think, what I remember. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street. I don't know if you've heard of this, it's heard or seen any recent versions of this movie, but it centers on what real-life department store? Um, the North Pole. Close. Macy's. Ah. Uh. Yeah. And this, okay, and this one you might know. In the song Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, what incriminating evidence was found on Grandma's back? Uh, the prints. 
close. I'll give I'll give you that one. This is a cloth marks. Oh. In other words, yeah. Mm-hmm. How many reindeer are featured in the poem "Twas the Night Before Christmas"? Um, Dashin, that vixen, prancer, cupid, and comet. Okay. Um, I'll give this one here to you. It was actually eight. Believe it or not, it's not, not counting Rudolph. Because oh. Rudolph would be nine, but actually it was just eight in, this, in, in that particular poem. So. All right. <clears throat> what traditional Christmas decoration is actually a parasitic plant? And let me give you a hint on this one here, John. It's one that you stand under if you want to kiss somebody. Uh, mistletoe. There you go. That's it. In the Muppet Christmas Carol, I don't know if you saw that movie, uh, who played Scrooge? And here is a hint. It was not a Muppet. Um, um, who played Scrooge? Not yeah. one of the Muppets. Was yeah. it Kermit? Uh, Michael. Yeah. Hello? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm right here. I'm right here. Oh, okay. But there's someone the comments, okay, but don't, don't worry, I'll, uh, well, I'll get with them back here in a little bit. But it was Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Yeah, okay. What beverage company has been using Santa Claus in its advertising since 1931? Uh, Coca-Cola. Got it right. That's right, Coca-Cola. According to, according to legend, John, what holiday goodies were, were shaped to resemble a shepherd's staff as a way to remind children of the shepherds who visited baby Jesus? Um, I have no clue. Candy canes. Candy cane. Because they were shaped, you know how a candy cane is shaped? Mm-hmm. You know how a candy cane is shaped? Yes, I do. Okay, that, that during the, I've seen a lot of pictures when they would, when they would talk about the birth of Jesus. And the shepherds, and people are saying the shepherds are actually holding canes that are that are um, shaped like that, with that with that loop, and then it goes straight down. Yeah. Mhm. Okay. Uh, now there are some hard ones, John, but think but think very carefully, though. I'm sure there's some of these that might pop up. So, uh, in the movie A Christmas Story. What was the name of the next door neighbors whose dogs ate the Christmas turkey? And that one I'm going to have to pass. The Bumpuses. I don't uh, blame him. I don't. I barely. I barely remember that. And they show that. They show that 24/7 all throughout Christmas Day. So I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what figure from English folk? Crap. Hold on. Excuse me. What figure from English? Folklore came to be associated with Santa Claus. Um, Rudolph. Father Christmas. Oh, Father Christmas. Right now, John, I don't know if you had this particular toy back in the eighties or not. I don't know where were you born, by the way, John. I was born in nineteen ninety-one. 
Okay, this might still be popular around that time, because I think they were still selling them at the time. I'm not sure. But think about this one very carefully. Name the animatronic cassette playing bear toy that every kid wanted for Christmas in the mid-1980s. Believe it or not, it's actually made a comeback here. I saw some advertised this year, as a matter of fact. Um, was it Rubik's Cube? That's a good guess. Teddy Ruxpin. Oh. You put a you would put a cassette in the in the back, and it would have a book, and it would have a book with it, and you read along, and he would be telling the story. Ah. Uh. So yeah. Yeah, but actually, we're making a comeback uh, this year, as a matter of fact. Ah, oh, um, nice. Yes. Uh, well, let's see. We got. We'll do a couple more here. In the 1964 classic Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, what was the name of Rudolph's faithful elf companion? Pass. Hermie. Ah. Not herpes. Hermie. <laughs> According to the folklore of Austria and other countries, what horned figure punishes naughty children at Christmas time? I'm going to have to pass again. Krampus. I guess that's how you oh. pronounce it. In the TV special How to Grinch Stole Christmas, I know you've had to watch this one. What three words best describe the Grinch? Um... Um, I will tell you they all start with S. That might help you. Sad. Okay, there's three. There's three words. Three words. Okay. So, so. Sad. Mhm. Mhm. Um. Stinky. Oh, uh-huh. there's three words. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you got, and, you got this so far. Yeah, go ahead. And, uh, and shy. Believe it or not, John, you got one of them. I'll give you that. Stink, stink, stunk. <laughs> yeah. Stink, 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 skunk. It's actually in the song, too, by the way, yeah. yeah. What well-known Christmas carol became the first song ever broadcast from space in 1965? Um, Oh, Holy Night. Good guess. Jingle Bells. Oh! In what modern-day country was St. Nicholas born? Um, he was born... In uh, Jerusalem. Close again. Close again. Turkey. Turkey. Yeah. What Christmas carol does the Peanuts gang sing at the end of a Charlie Brown Christmas? Um, don't know. Art the Herald Angels Sing. Yeah. And we'll do we'll do two we'll do two more right here. Uh. Was the night before Christmas was originally published under what name? Um, an offer to house. Uh, that's a good. That's a good. That's a really good guess. Uh, a visit from Saint Nicholas is actually what, what it was originally called. Hmm. 
And the last one here, John, and this is going to blow your mind if you're not, not sure about this, but we'll, let's give it a try. What holiday movie sequel includes a cameo by Donald Trump? Pass. Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2. I thought that's the one where that's the one he that he ends up in New York, I think. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin. Hmm. Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone. Macaulay Culkin, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's. Yeah, but it was it was Home Alone too, where they were in the hotel or something like that. Uh, that uh, Trump was uh, Trump. I, I do remember Trump, seeing Trump there in, uh, in one of the scenes. I guess when they were in the. Uh, Hotel there, I guess, where he was staying there. So. Okie doke. Um, on a note, John, anything you wish to add to let talk, talk, mention to the folks here uh, before we go? Uh, not tonight, but I just wanted to say, like I said, it's five more days till Christmas, and like you were saying, Chad, hopefully, hopefully there won't be anything going bad here on Christmas. Hope, hope everyone has a great Christmas. And um, that's all I have to say. Okay, John, thank you very much. And you have yourself a good night, and we'll see you on Revolution. (laughs) Yes, sir. Thank you very much here, John. We do greatly appreciate it. And on that note here, ladies and gentlemen, we we thank you very much for joining us here tonight for episode number 82 of WWS Outside the Ropes uh, for, like I said, uh, Wednesday, December 20th, 2017. Uh, also, I do want to thank the, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, for coming in and filling in tonight for the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. JD will be back on here for WWS Wrestling Debate coming up here in just a, and coming up here in about uh, 25 minutes, along with King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, of course, the NWO of Madness Kingdom. Um, as they will talk about, of course, Raw, SmackDown, Clash of Champions, and, of course, several other points of interest here as well. <clears throat> So and then of course Revolution will be back on at nine o'clock one three eight oh five five pound with our live video feed coming in from there from NXT US the future generation. Uh like I said we may also ladies and gentlemen have another trivia title match. We're not sure about that yet, but we're trying to get that confirmed. In addition, like I said, of course, to our wrestling news and views, history and birthdays, and plus also our thoughts and opinions on Clash of Champions from this past Sunday, as well as of course SmackDown from last night. For the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, this is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you very much for listening in there tonight. And from, from, every, from everyone here on Outside the Ropes and all of our shows here in the WWS Radio Network, we wish you a very Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. <clears throat> and we'll be back on, of course, uh, uh, next Wednesday night from 6.30 to 7.30 right here on Talk to with some more uh, pop culture news. And also news and views, and also of course we'll be bringing you some more uh, in the way of the hot uh, of the movie trivia challenge here uh, from of course the Iceman Jared Girolamo as well. So <clears throat> be sure to listen in on for that. Be sure to tune in, like I said, in about 20, I said 25 minutes, less than 25 minutes now for WWS Wrestling Debate. Of course, one three nine nine two five pound. Outside the ropes is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. <clears throat> two years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling and red carpet connection. And ladies and gentlemen, we thank you very much for listening. Have yourselves a terrific evening. Uh, Stay safe out there as you finish up your Christmas shopping here with five days to go 
before Christmas. Take care of yourselves and each other. We'll definitely see you on the red carpet next week. And as always, here in the w, in the WWS radio, radio network, right here on TalkShoot.com. Good night, everyone, and have a pleasant evening. We'll talk to you later on Revolution at nine o'clock. Take care, folks. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.